BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders Podcast with Mark Harmon and Robert Murray. And a very... Pleasant, almost trade deadline. We're getting closer by the moment. Good afternoon from the Baseball Insiders. And we have a little, little bird alert to start the show. And Alex Rude, you with the early over-the-top comment, is Robert still going to eat his shoe on the pod if Juan Soto gets dealt? Uh, We don't have that level of news, and we don't really have anything specific, but... There is a guy, uh, Bert, that you thought that might not get moved that maybe has a slim chance of going somewhere. Let it out to our Baseball Insiders public. Welcome in. Hit that subscribe button. The Baseball Insiders, we love you. Hi, Bert. Hi, Carm. It was a very nice intro you just did right there. But I said on the last pod that there was absolutely no chance that Shohei Otani is traded. I was wrong. It's a very slim chance. I had somebody directly involved give me the odds of 1,000 to 1. So that is like a chance, a very slim chance. But I cannot envision any scenario, especially with Mike Trout having chronic back injuries, um, that they would move Shohei Otani. So don't get your hopes up, but I wanted to acknowledge that I was wrong when I said there was no chance. Just just a very, 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 very small one. Let's go with the very, 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 very small. If you had to take the very, very, very small chance that he went to X team, like who would even be sniffing around that? Do you even have a guess? I mean, the Padres have, have checked in and they've talked to the Angels about him. Uh, there's been other teams that have done the same thing. Um, but, yeah, he's going nowhere, so it's not even like worth guessing. Okay, but but it's 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 at least interesting that they've taken a couple phone calls and people are inquiring and the the most I would say arguably without a doubt dynamic player in all of baseball. If he can be talked about, then literally anybody can be talked about. See Juan Soto uh, right there, not quite Shohei Otani, but certainly in the mix at 23 years old with everything that he brings to the table. No, you're you're spot on, and I'll tell you with uh, there's a bunch of Juan Soto reports out there right now too, about like um, I think it was from Hector Gomez that the Padres are in serious talks for Soto. I don't believe that to be accurate uh, based on the intel that I've gathered yesterday and even today. But this is crazy rumor season. I warned everybody about it um, 
the last time we were on that you got to be very careful about like what accounts you trust. I mean, I'm not taking a shot at Hector by any means, but um, it's just, there's a lot of fake accounts. People even making up quotes from Jeff Passan, which I saw that one. That was amazing. That I'll tell you, if that happened to me, I'd be absolutely irate. Um, Yeah. I I hope don't anybody, if you're watching this, please don't do that to me. That's all I'm asking for. (laughs) Well, it just, Listen, uh, it's a reminder, Bert. We are in the toy department. This is not, uh, you know, world peace over here. So fake baseball rumors on Twitter and crediting people. It's, it's, all, it's all a possibility in the wild and wacky world that we live in. Which, by the way, you tweeted, or tweeted, you texted me this morning, let's get weird on the pod today. So I don't know what that exactly means, but let's do it. Yeah, it's, it's good juju is what it is, Carm. We got the Fifi, as I like to say, flowing through the veins right now. Like, life is good, Carm. We're, right. uh, we're buzzing over here. You want to know something, actually? Yeah, is, please, I do. Is, um, I, I called a GM earlier today, and we were just comparing notes and doing whatever. And by the time we were about to hang up, um, he asked me, Robert, are you going to make it through these next five days? And I'm like, odds are probably not. Um, so if this is it, Carm, it's been a pleasure. I, I, I love you very much. It's oh, just... you're, you're, you are built for this dog. You're going wow. nowhere, buddy. Love that this, energy. this is your game. This is what you do. This is what you live for. This is why you're here. This is what Seth Teal and Alex Rude and Ethan Fisher and Ty Hilgerson and obviously a burner and Jacob Bradley and Johnny and Matan. Let's 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 not play around here. Joshua and Joanne and Jacob and Brian and C Dot and Rocky and and Cool Francis. They're, that's what this is. What this is what this is what you do. This is these are the people. They're they're relying on you. I'm relying on you. You can't go anywhere, buddy. We need you strong in these moments. See, this is why I love Carm. Is he's my hype man. Among many reasons, I should say. Well, plus we got plenty of info for you guys today. So, um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I just somebody uh, tried dunking me on Twitter, and I just, I, I just clap back. So we're uh, we're we're loving life right don't, now. Don't don't mess with Bert on Twitter. Bert's your friendly Twitter. Leave Bert alone. We don't need any dunking on. All right. So on the on the pod today, in addition to your question, we got we got Padres rumors. Andrew Benintendi on the move. Uh, Ian Happ, Wilson Contreras have been making an appearance on this pod every time we're talking. They'll be here again today, and we're going to touch on the Yankees. Bert, where do you want to start, big boy? You want to you want to lean into San Diego because you've mentioned him around everyone, but who do you actually think the Padres will ultimately end up landing here? You know, that's the million-dollar question, Carm, and there's been reports linking the Padres to Wilson Contreras, to Ian Happ, to players like this. And from right now, I would I don't think that's going to happen. Um, the Cubs are asking for a lot in return for both players, and I don't think it's at the point where San Diego would do something like that. So I, I look at other teams. Like I know I mentioned with half the Blue Jays. I had somebody with the Blue Jays text me recently saying that he's like the definition of a player we're looking for. It just comes down to price um, and everything there. Contreras is interesting. I don't know about – I don't know where he's going to end up. Like, I mean, we've seen the Mets. We've seen Houston. We've seen um, the Giants connected to him. But with the Padres, if they're, they've got their hands in everything. Like I've said this for months. I said this in the last pod. 
that the Padres, they check in on everything. They think creatively more so than any team. Like, yeah, they're in the mix for Juan Soto. Yeah, they checked in and talked to the Angels about um, about Shohei Otani. Yeah, they've got calls out to other teams about star players that I cannot mention. Um, they've got their hands in basically everything. They're going to make moves. I don't know what they will be, but Preller... Is it I, me or is, this, is it just Robert is frozen? And we just lost Carm. Uh, but the Padres, they're in a position now where they can make – they're going to make moves. I don't know exactly what kind of moves they're going to make, but they've got their hands in everything. So um, – and can, do we got Carm back? I'm here, buddy. I apologize. Oh, I, I thought it was you, uh, but I, I, I am back in business, and uh, apparently we just pay the internet bill, and we're good. So uh, – there you go. for that, but which means I can't see any of the early questions. So we could just go and order it. So, no, well, yeah, sure. You can you can lead the way on how you want to go through it. That's that's a that's a fine way. I, I jump back in with uh, Brian, where can hear you but not Carm. So anything before that that you want to address, for feel free. Or we can talk about Andrew Benatendi. What your dime, your dance floor, baby. Lead us to the promised land. Let's answer some questions here. I'm in the uh, I'm in the giving mood today. All right, let's go. Let what do you? Where are you starting, pal? I'm going to start with our guy, Seth Teal, who had a comment in before we even went live here, which shout out to Seth for that. I appreciate you as always. Yes. love you, Seth. About the Cardinals. And love you. Yeah, we love you very much, Seth. Um, is that the Cardinals, they are looking for pitching. That is their priority. Um, I've been pretty consistent with that. And I fully expect them to add multiple starting pitchers. They're like, they're looking at bigger fish than they did last year. Uh, Frankie Montas is somebody that they're, in on, I don't know if they is going to fit their price range, but um, they're looking for strikeout first pitchers. They like they want somebody who can strike guys out. Nathan Uvaldi makes a whole lot of sense to me. Noah Syndergaard is a possibility too. Um, I just I'm fully expecting them to add more meaningful names than they did last year. Um, going to our guy Alex Rude is Robert still going to eat his shoe in the pot if Soda gets dealt? Uh, <laughs> I uh, I. I'm a man of my word. I don't know if it's possible to eat a shoe. Um, we still got to figure that out, Carm, what, what I'm going to do here. Well, listen, we're, we're not going to uh, shoe you, Bert, because that wouldn't be fun. But there yeah, should be – I mean, I, I'm open for uh, ideas. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, 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 we clarified that. You're having – you're going to eat a Reese's peanut butter cup and you're going to have some tomato juice, which seems like a win for you. But since you don't like those things, that was how we somehow made it. That was a bad deal by all of us here at the Baseball Insiders, myself and Sean Daly and Michael Zach. Cool. But, but that's but but apparently now we're mixing those together according to Sean on the back channel here. So there we go. Uh, I feel so naked not being able to see the early comments here. But keep going, Bert. It's just, it's, 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 my role is just being diminished in the moment here. I, I hate it. What's the what's I the apologize. question? I'll try zipping through them so we can like read. No, no, no. Take your time. I, but let me let me sit in my uncomfort. It's good for me. All right. Well, uncomfort is always good. So I'm I'm very used to that at this point. Um, let's see. Pirates asking Ethan about Fisher. All right, I'll jump in here. Hearing of anything about the Pirates besides Quintana, uh, which we've mentioned, and you've you've tied them in with perhaps the White Sox at some point, or, or at least I think I did that part because I had heard that. Yeah. Uh, Reynolds, Bednar, a uh, bunch of names moving around with the old Pittsburgh pirates who obviously are in sell mode. Yeah, they are. Um, but they're not, I don't think they're going to be selling as much as they have in years past. I think, um, I think Quintana 
if they had it their way, I bet you he goes before he starts tomorrow. Um, the Yankees and the White Sox are two of the teams in. The Blue Jays make sense there. I believe there's others. Um, I can't confirm any teams at this point. Um, but I would be pretty surprised if Brian Reynolds got traded. Uh, same with David Bednar. I think if we're looking at some other trade candidates here, Ben Gamble makes a whole lot of sense. It sounds like teams are scouting the, the Pirates' farm system, uh, or the Pirates are scouting teams' farm systems, I mean. Um, wait, no, hang on. Let me rephrase this. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Um, and then Chris Stratton is another one who is maybe a possibility, but like, I think the big piece to go is going to be Quintana, and that's going to be a name that we could see drop maybe the next 24 hours. That's what, just yeah, what kind of value do you think Jose Quintana brings whoever? Um, Eloy Jimenez and Dylan Cease. No, did you, no. did you, you, don't yeah. have to, you don't have to crack at my cub heart <laughs> like that. That is rude. Uh, that is inconsiderate. That is that is wrong. But go ahead. I right. I mean, I I'm, I'm thinking a slightly older double A prospect. That's what you get for a Jose Quintana these days. I bet you you'll get something a little bit more, a little bit better than that. Um, really? Yeah, like I mean, because Quintana he signed for only two million this year. He's battle tested. He's got playoff experience. He's like a dependable left hander. And I had somebody like who's been around Quintana in the past text me today that whatever team gets him for the price that they're going to get him at, it's going to be a steal. So I think there's going to be in, I think they're going to get like better than what you said. Okay. But not by a whole lot. Yeah. I, 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 listen, Jose Quintana, whenever he's actually really counted on, it has never been a steal. So uh, I wouldn't say, I'm not saying to not, he's having a great year. Quality dude, vet, you can use him in the rotation. You could probably even put him in the bullpen if you wanted to. I assume that people are looking at him as a starter. Yep. So I'm not I'm not saying don't get Jose Quintana, but I also you're you're obviously you're not trading for some ace when you get Jose Quintana at this point in his career. Uh, what about the Blue Jays? And uh I mean you mentioned Frankie Montes a zillion times or and or Castillo. how aggressive can we see Toronto with those two names? I think they're going to aim lower than that because if you look at the rotation right now, they have like their top three is in pretty good shape. Uh, they obviously have another need for another pitcher because Ryu has been, he's hurt. He's off for the year now. He's off for next year too. And then you have Kikuchi who's really struggled, which is where I think a guy like Jose Quintana would fit in. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to be a big name like they did last year. I think if anything, it could go to a guy like Ian Happ if they end up like, splurging on somebody um but i just don't expect them to go after like a frontline starter here okay there we go with toronto thank you ty appreciate you obviously a burner good evening to you obviously a burner are you uh where are you at obviously a burner I feel like you might be in ireland um yeah. i guess it's evening here too what am i talking about but it feels in the middle of the day uh latest on the raise my brother where are we at with tampa you know um a name that we've seen publicly linked to them was Wilson Contreras. I've heard that is unlikely. So it seems like we're eliminating Contreras suitors as we're doing this pot here, Carm, which I, like the cup, what the Cubs are asking for, for Contreras is a lot. Like it's, it's a lot. Same with Hab. I mean, do we really think that, uh, Johnny, we're talking Cubs right now for you, baby. Do we really think that the Cubs are going to get their price for, uh, no, no, it's going to have to come down. Basically, so, yeah. 
Oh, sorry. Yes, I just cut Carl off. My no, my, you didn't. My apologies. You, you, you you didn't. I'm just saying, like they're they're okay. I mean, they're playing poker, and teams might move along, and then you can lose. But uh, go ahead there, Jed Hoyer. You you do you do your game. By the way, I, one of the funnier things I saw recently is Jed Hoyer is considering trading Wrigley Field for a couple of 18 year olds that are uh, that have some potential. I thought was a very good line by someone on Twitter that unfortunately I don't remember who said it, but good one. Keep, keep, uh, I, go ahead. No, that, I mean, that was good. It, it somehow would probably upgrade Wrigley for being honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wrigley okay. Stinks. Um, <laughs> ah, I, boy, I'm taking all sorts, sorts of shots. That, 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 that's just, that, that's not even a shot because that's just a ridiculous thing. Uh, no. Do we, do we no close? Do we close the loop on whatever we were just talking about, or was there something else in your head before I moved to Matan? Yeah, something I, wa- I, I wanted to add about um, uh, about the Cubs and even the trade market in general is that with the Cubs, and they're setting a very high price for both of those guys, as I mentioned, but that is a common theme that I've heard from executives throughout the league is that prices are really high right now, and that's why we have hardly seen any moves besides Ben and Tendi. Um, is we're basically in the kicking tire stage, not in the serious stage. Um, I had an executive predict last night that we're probably about 36 hours away from it getting like super serious and there'd be in a complete frenzy. But it seems like a lot of the big moves are going to happen closer to the August 2nd deadline day. Um, and I'm a big believer that deadlines spur action. So that's going to end up being the case here. But, um, that executive wanted me to get the market going, but I, I've been unsuccessful in doing that. So my apologies. Oh, really? Yeah. He asked, but I, I tried. But I how many how many more Twitter followers away are you from being able to truly get the market going on your own? Uh, two more. Two more? So yeah, you think you're more. right? You think you're right there? I'm definitely not right there. We're we're trying to get up to a million. That's what we're trying to get up to. Okay. Hopefully by the end of the deadline. We're at 51,000.: so 51k, baby, and don't forget to follow at the Carm, who's getting close to 10k. I'm coming after you, Bert. Whoa, big yeah. time Carm over there. I gotta love it. I'm, I'm 20 percent of Bert. That's my, that's my goal in life. Okay, uh, let's see, Johnny, we addressed the cub news. Let's, let's keep moving along here as uh, let's bring in Matan. Uh, let's go to Cleveland and the guardians buying selling is Sean Murphy. There's a name, a strong possibility. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so with the guardians, they have been listening on their starting pitching, their controllable starting pitching. Like, as I mentioned in the last pod, Zach Plesak is a name that, uh, that they've listened on. Shane Bieber is another one. Um, I can report that they've been getting calls on and they're listening there. Um, I would call the odds of, either being traded uh, toward the slim side. I'm not going to rule that out. It's got a better chance of happening than like Otani. Um, but I mean, that doesn't take much, uh, but I, I won't rule anything out there either, but they're also looking to buy at the same time. And that's kind of fits into the theme of what a lot of these teams try to do these days is, um, is where you both buy and sell. So like, I have a hard time seeing Sean Murphy being a guy because the A's have set such a high asking price for him. Um, but I like where you're thinking there with, with Cleveland and the catcher. I think that would make sense. And also I wanted to go back to that raise possibility or the raise question. So um, yeah. there was one other nugget that I, I forgot to mention before. T- Tampa, that, by, Tampa, by the way, sitting two games in front of Cleveland in the old wild card chase. Go ahead. 
boom, Karma's coming in with the details here. That's quite the guy <laughs> we have right there. We got to love him. Boy, there he is. Um, so Tampa, it, it wouldn't say, <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, Good zing, Bert, let's get weird. Hey, people need, listen, not everybody is as dialed into the standings as I am. I'm just making sure we're all up to speed. But go ahead, to give me your raise and tidbit. Buddy. Boy, I'll I'll tell you how do I follow that up? I mean, Karm's just a legend over there with the standings. He's got a, he's actually got him tattooed on his forearm. That's breaking right there. You, I I am I am everything. I'm I'm attention to detail, Bert. Look look at what I look 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 at everything I do in life. But go I come on, give me your Tampa. So with the Rays, it wouldn't surprise me if they made a deal similar to what they did last year with Willie Adamas, where they traded Adamas for two relievers in JP Fireisen and Drew Rasmussen. It's not going to be like an exact template of that by any means, uh, but where they trade off for their major league team and also acquire another major league piece or two. Um, so that's not something or that's something I wouldn't rule out. So one thing in life that I love personally is cake and eat it too. And so those who try to split the baby, so to speak here, good, good on you. And And when you're a team like Tampa, sometimes – you got to do that when you're you have no chance of winning the division. You're right there in the wild card chase, but going all in is is not great. So setting yourself up for now and the future, I appreciate that. Not easy to do. What's up, Rocky Adams? Thank you, sir, for the kind comments. Detroit making every single damn player available as they should. Yeah, um, I mean, what Rosenthal reported was spot on, uh, as you would expect with Ken Rosenthal. Like, they have made their players available, but that does not mean they want to trade every single one of their players. Um, like, for example, like, I've seen varying reports on uh, Scooball, their pitcher. Um, like, some people think it's likely. Some people think it's unlikely. I'm toward the side of, like, it's probably not going to happen, but it doesn't hurt to listen. But they have plenty of different pieces on this team that they could sell. Um, and I think they have bullpen help. Like Andrew Chafin could end up being somebody that say like the Mets or another team that needs a left-handed reliever could use some help. Um, Javier Baez isn't going anywhere. I can tell you that. Um, I know, I know Karma's probably wondering cause he's got Cubs in his mind 24 um, seven. Uh, well, I, I wasn't, I, I Javi just got there and that was a significant, uh, what was it? 144. I want to say, Million dollar holla that uh, Detroit paid yeah. for Javi, so I, I don't. He's he's probably going to be there for a minute, I would think. Um, hey, Andrew, also, you wanna, you, oh, sorry. You want to know no. something that's different this year than I've experienced in any other deadline? Sure. Is having players text you asking if they've heard, if I've heard anything about them being traded? I've never really? had that until now, and it's. I just got a text that came in, and I'm just. I mean, I don't think the players going to be traded, but. It's just it's an interesting little you're, little thing that I didn't expect. You're getting texts from players asking you if they're going to be traded. Did I hear that I right? I'm hearing anything. Yeah, I'll tell you that's something I've never had happen what before. You, what are you like, America's hero? Hey, my friend. I don't break, but yeah. We say that again. I don't want to break, but yeah. I am that. I'm American. Okay. I mean, that, that's, that's just, that's kind of amazing. Hey, Robert, what are you hearing? Is my life going to change? Let me know. Javi Baez, for the record, has not had a good season either. So let's not, uh, uh, hey, there's Josh Hill walking out of the office. Um, Josh Hill, great guy, by the way. Josh okay. Hill, underrated individual. Well, I mean, a lot of people dog Josh Hill, but not me. I think Josh Hill's class act. Uh, 
Yeah, Javi hitting a robust 218, by the way. Cool, Francis. What's up with you, my friend? Hey, guys, the latest on Castillo and the Yankees. Uh, we keep on talking about Castillo, but uh, throw in the New York portion of this, if you will. Yeah. Um, after, like, so when they acquired Andrew Benintendi, the Yankees, uh, they did not part with any of their top prospects, which means they're well positioned to acquire a guy like Luis Castillo. And I think they would be very open to adding another starting pitcher of that caliber uh, because they, their rotation is a little dinged up. Uh, they could use some another frontline guy because their top competition, the Astros, are also going to be extremely active. Like that is one team that rival executives are saying like is prime to make multiple moves. So the Yankees, they got ahead of it in acquiring Andrew Penitendi. And I would imagine they're going to be in Luis Castillo. I can also report that they have had talks with the A's about Frankie Montas. So they're, they are certainly looking in that market. Shout out to Luis Castillo. Shout out to Red fans who gave him a standing ovation in his last performance, perhaps, with Cincinnati. Same thing with Cub fans who showered Wilson Contreras over and over again. Uh, you know, guys who have given, in, in Wilson's case, I mean, exceedingly the heart and soul to the team. Same thing happened in Baltimore with Trey Mancini. I just like seeing fans knowing exactly what's going on and paying attention and knowing that they might lose their guys, uh, you know, it's, it seems very likely in the case of uh, – you. I mean, do you think Mancini gets moved too? Yes, I do. Um, there's – the Mets are certainly in that one. Um, so I do think that the Mets – or I do think that Mancini will be moved. Um, and also, if, it, if he did get moved, what a way for him to go out than, like, what he did today where he hit – it was – a lazy fly ball the right field and the right fielder lost it in the sun it bonked him in the head and it went right into the right field corner it was an inside the park homer like in his last at bat possibly at Camden yards like that's freaking sweet karm so i do think he will be traded i think there's a better chance than not that he, yeah he'll be on the move okay i i always just get emotional in these moments it, it, it brings me back to my childhood, Bert, when, when free agency wasn't the norm and guys stayed on one team and every and the jersey that you bought, you know, five years ago was still a jersey you could wear at the game because that guy's still on the team. Cal Ripken in Baltimore, you knew you could wear your Ripken and, and it was the whole family was going to be there. If, if you were uh, – I'm mean, not saying the trades didn't happen back then, uh, you know, if we're going really old school. I mean, Keith Hernandez was a Met. Keith Hernandez was a Cardinal. They were both played in the same damn NL East. But it ain't – but it has changed a lot today. All right, who's who's next on the uh, on the Baseball Insider chat board? Ethan Fisher, it's you. Could the Mariners make a splash for Carlos Rodon? Rodon, Ray, Gilbert would make them legit threats in the playoffs. Uh, the Giants are selling Rodon, huh? That's that's what's out there. Yeah, I would. I don't think the Giants are going to trade Rodon. I don't feel confident in that answer, though. Um, but I would fully expect teams to check in on a guy like that just because he's that good. Um, and like, he would be a difference maker top that rotation. And yeah, having Rodon Ray and Gilbert as your top three would be like really freaking good. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. I've certainly heard the Mariners name attached to some of these, some of these players that are available, including the top ones. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I wouldn't rule it out, but I, I could see it, but I have not heard anything. So I can't really, say definitively there white Sox twitter wants rodan back and not quintana wait what's up white Sox twitter white Sox fans 
at least yep. that I've seen, they would prefer a return of Carlos Rodon if, if we're bringing back old White Sox players to a return of Jose Quintana if the White Sox do add any starting pitching. I mean, which I is, one, but yeah, no right. way that happens, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think that when you look at the AL Central, which GM is going to perform the best between now and August 2nd? Anybody could take that division. Minnesota, Cleveland, the White Sox. So is anybody going to make a definitive move or are we just going to play this out? If somebody does, then, uh, you know, that, that, that could be the ultimate uh, – who, why this? Why this team won the division? I don't know. I, I would, I would think that Rick Hahn might be very active. I mean, I would think so, but I also don't know how much of a position he's in to make a big move because has this team shown and like enough to like fully buy into it and like invest heavily at the deadline? To me, no. No, that that's a very fair statement. And their loss yesterday to Colorado was was just as bad of a loss as you could possibly have. They were horrible. Um, getting picked off third Larry Garcia what are you doing and just uh, uh, walking the bases loaded in the ninth inning that ain't great either Kendall Graveman uh, Tony La Russa not using their closer Liam Hendricks all of it was bad I just did a lot of White Sox that people probably don't necessarily need all that but back to 500 for the White Sox who were over 500 for the first time in a minute uh, for a second all right Brian what are you hearing about the Phillies plans at the deadline this one's for you Sean Daly Philadelphia baby yeah, so they're a team that I think center field and pitching is going to be the priority. Um, I mean, also adding a reliever, too. Um, I mean, they could use a lot of different things in Philadelphia. Uh, but as far as, like, a center fielder, I wonder if a guy like Ramon Luriano could make sense. You have Michael A. Taylor with the Royals, who's available. Um, another one that Ken Rosenthal mentioned, he's getting interest, is Jose Siri. And, I mean, he's a relatively, like, under the radar option, but he's extremely good defensively in Houston. Um, and I probably, I would imagine he probably wouldn't cost too, too much. So I would look at maybe those three guys as far as center fielder. I, if they had their way, they get Brian Reynolds or even Byron Buxton, but that's, I would be, that's not happening. Okay. Um, thank you. I mean, that's like, that. those were their dream wishes like a year ago. Um, but as far as like starting pitching, um, I, I wonder about the fit potential with Nathan Uvalde because Dave Dombrowski has a history of going after players that he once had. Um, and Uvalde is somebody that he had in Boston. Uh, he's on an expiring contract, has proven playoff experience. So I wonder, just, a, just throwing out a possibility there. Then relief pitching, they were after pretty heavily in the offseason, Michael Gibbons with the Cubs. And I wonder if that could end up being rekindled now. Um but the White Sox are another team that likes Gibbons. Interesting. Uh, You've mentioned that Michael Gibbons and the White Sox things a couple times, and which I took from you onto Fox 32 on the Sunday Night Show in Chicago. So, Bert, you're you're just you're you're making an impact everywhere, buddy. People uh, right here, Sunday Night TV, Robert Murray. Everything comes back to Robert Murray. Uh, but along those same lines, as we blow you up, we got to tear you down too. SJ2 SPB. Uh, the the first. Uh, our last chat here. Nobody who says Fifi is allowed to toss, talk trash about Wrigley Field. That's exactly right. No more. You are not allowed to. Yeah. Fee- I, boy, I, I feel like I'm definitely not the only person who calls coffee Fifi. So I, I yeah, 
Oh, wait, okay. Put it in the chat, everybody. I'm very curious. Am I the only person who calls coffee Fifi? You're the only person that calls coffee Fifi. All right. Well, I guess we're about to find out. So yeah, I'm okay. very curious. Yes, we will. All right. Who, who's, who's next here, team? After we move on from Brian and, and the Phillies, let's go to uh, need a trade. No, okay. Thank you very much. Jacob Bradley. Is it a foregone conclusion that Gallo is gone? Or let's uh, let's say the Yankees actually could keep him. And Isaac uh, Linares, I call coffee, coffee. So do I. And, 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 and Johnny, I'm with you. You're the only one. Did you learn it from your, your mom, your dad, Fifi, some, somewhere in your family? No, it's actually my buddy, uh, Alex Kaloja. I worked with him at FanRag Sports. It was my first ever gig in baseball. And he, he would wake up in the morning and just pound like he would grab the coffee pot and just like go guzzle it up and he'd say yeah we're having my morning fifi and i was like you know what i kind of i kind of like this so we stole it from ak so shout out to ak and the pot shout out ak all right now shout out to uh, joey gallo and the and, and the janky you think he stays goes what do you got i think if they had their wish that he would go um because that just seems like it's in the best interest of both sides to move on. But that being said, the Yankees are not going to give him up just to give him up. And yeah, like right now teams are reporting that the Yankees are asking for too much in talks for Gallo, but I got to imagine that's going to change as we get closer to the deadline here and that he'll eventually be with another team. So my guess is that Gallo is in his final days with the Yankees. Recurring theme on the show today. And I guess around baseball right now that, Everyone who is selling is asking for a ton, and everyone who is buying is not willing to overpay at this very moment. We'll see. What, if you had to guess which one of those two breaks before August 2nd, teams paying up or, or teams settling for less? To me, it always feels like teams are going to settle for less. Wait, hang on, say it again. Sorry, I had a text roll in. No, so I'm saying I think it's very clear right now that teams that are selling are – asking for a ton and teams that are buying are not willing to pay the price right now. So which one breaks teams are going to pay up and, and, and meet the price or the sellers are going to be like, okay, fine. I will take less. What do you, this, this, this will be good enough. Yeah. The prices are eventually going to come down a little bit and be more realistic because basically you talk to anybody who's like in the decision-making process and it's like, um, it's that these teams are asking for too much in return. And it's eventually going to go down. And also, like, there's been multiple factors in such a slow market here so far. And I'll, I'll lay them off for you real quick, Carm. One is the draft being later than usual. Two is the Juan Soto thing. And then three, it's also we've had um, – I've had multiple agents say this, that GMs, presidents, and, like, assistant GMs were more involved in draft negotiations than any time, like, they can ever remember. Um, and like they were talking to those kind of people beforehand uh, or during those during the draft process. And now they're playing catch up in trade talks. And it's also kind of like created a slow market. So but going back to your original point, I would fully expect in the next probably 36 to 48 hours, those prices are going to start coming down. We're going to start okay. seeing some here. OK, fair enough. Prices on the down on the downturn. Uh, Rob S., thank you so much for the nice words here. You apparently never miss an episode. We owe you something for that. Your and favorite podcast, great work. Uh, Toronto, and I'm not exactly sure what he means most, Robert, uh, but you can decipher that if you'd like, Bert. Can, can you figure that one out? 
Because I'm not exactly sure. Okay, yeah, I can figure this out. Yeah, okay, I got thank, thank you very much. So I'll actually, so fellow Rob, I will pull up a my, one of my conversations with Blue Jays people so I can get this right here. Um, so Blue Jays, the pitching right now is a priority. Um, that is what they're focused on, but they're also looking for a left-handed bat. And the names that they've looked at have been Ben Benintendi, who they were actually in on um, before he got traded to, to New York. Uh, Whit Merrifield is somebody that I think they had interest in, but I'm uncertain now just because of the vaccination status. Uh, Josh Bell, um, I don't, I think that's probably pretty unlikely because Nationals are also asking for a lot there. Um, Santander is another one that could fit. Brian Reynolds, another one is uh, is uh, Garrett Cooper with the Miami Marlins car. Um, Interesting. I've heard, I've heard it's more likely than not though that Cooper will not go anywhere. Um, but that has not stopped teams from like the Dodgers from checking in. The Dodgers have checked in multiple times throughout the process about Garrett Cooper. Interesting. Always looking to add the premium. Uh, okay, moving right along to your first team that you covered, Bert, right? I, mean, I do have that right? You are correct. Okay, you're not a Brewers fan, but that's the first team that you covered, and you used to talk to me from a basement in Wisconsin. Now you talk to me from a penthouse in Arizona. What's up, Josh Melnick? Brewers updates, baby. Yeah, they are a very interesting team. Um, I've, I think center field is going to be a position they look pretty heavily at, at a upgrading. Um, I'm connected them to Ramon Liriano in a story on fansided.com that I recommend everybody look at, please, uh, so I can keep my job. Um, see, Carm knows. He's pointing. Um, I, I, I click on everything, buddy. See, that's that's why Carm is the best, among many reasons. Um, I think a guy like Michael A. Taylor would make a lot of sense. Another one is Jose Siri uh, with the Astros that I mentioned before. I'm also going to give you um, two other little nuggets here. So as far as a catcher spot, the Brewers have a surplus. They have Victor Caratini, they have Omar Narvaez, and they have Pedro Severino. And from my conversations with teams, the Brewers would prefer to move Severino. But teams are doing background work on Omar Narvaez, which I think is interesting. I can't picture them being in a situation where they would move him unless they have another deal for another catcher. Uh, But teams are doing background work on Narvaez, and I can also report that teams continue to check in on Josh Hader. Do I think a deal happens? No. But teams continue to check in just in case the Brewers are going to be inclined to move him, which I don't think so. Um, but I also think he'd be a very strong fit for a team like San Diego. So the Narvaez thing is interesting to me. And, you know, he's been with the Brewers for a minute now uh, mm-hmm. in his third season. The dude can't catch. It's a bad catcher. They, that was his bill when they acquired him from Seattle. And, like, he's improved, actually, Carl. That's the thing is he's improved. Okay. He's, All right. not an above, he's not an above-average like, defensive I, catcher by I, any means. I, I, admittedly, I'm not watching the Brewers every night. I think maybe the moments that I have put Milwaukee okay. on, I, 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 I think is – I've noticed that his at-bats continue to be pretty quality at-bats, but I also have seen some stuff behind the plate. I'm like, there he is. There's that wild pitch that I've been talking about. But, okay. I will take your word for it that he's 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 uh, he's 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 rising up the catching defensive rankings. 
Next up is Brian with the Astros. Uh, could they be trying to move one of their starters, perhaps? Yeah, like they've been listening on their starting pitching um, because they have a surplus. But they also like if I was in a position that they're in, I wouldn't get too cute with moving my starting pitching. Um, and especially a guy like Arkady. But yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the likelihood of that. I, I honestly don't. Like, I, I don't have a very good read on that. But like, they've definitely been listening. And if teams are calling, like, they're not hanging up. So that's one thing I can say. Shout out to the Astros and all their cheating and everything else, but just building a solid organization that they're st- they are just an absolute straight dominator uh, in that division and really in the American League at this point, year after year. Josh Hill, the one and only Josh Hill. Like that Josh Hill. Uh, yeah, look at, it's emoji and everything. It's the real Josh Hill, one of our colleagues here. But, you know, so he gets to jump to the line here. I wouldn't have put him there, but Sean Daly did. What about the Minnesota Twins? Give me some good news. What do you got, Bert? So as far as the Twins, that is going to be a team that I think will be in on the high-end starting pitching market. We got like names like Luis Castillo, as we mentioned, Frankie Montas. I also wonder if they could be like a sleeper team for Carlos Rodon if he is made available, which we don't know at this point, but just saying if he is available wouldn't surprise me. Um, I wonder if it, like I mentioned Corey Kluber on the last podcast, I think they've had past interest in him. Um, so I think that's going to end up being a focus. Another, a corner outfielder too would make a whole lot of sense for them as well. I, I thought maybe they could be a fit for a team or for a player like Joey Gallo, but probably look at somebody a little bit more like for lack of a better phrase, better uh, than Joey Gallo. Um, but like, I, I think those are going to be their two priorities right now. When's the last time the twins won a playoff series? Could not tell you. I'm not. Is, 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 is it 19, yeah. is it 1991? Has it been uh, that long term? Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember Bert. Uh, the, the last time, they uh, let's see. They got they got swept by the Astros last year. Swept by the Yankees before that. Uh, they lost in the L. Wild. They lost in the L. Wild. They 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 won a playoff game in '04. Uh, the last time they won a series was '02. They they uh, they got through the division series in five against the A's and then lost to the Angels in five. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know why I had to taunt josh hill but i felt like taunting josh hill next yeah. up my, yes i'll stick up with you josh i love josh so don't you be me i be love nice. I, I love josh too just you know that was fun uh, well your, your comments there would indicate otherwise i, I nah. got your back I'll, I'll put him into a corner nah. hill in the hill knows where he stands with me uh michael marino if you had to guess which three players are in the first batch of trades i asked bert a similar question on the last pod where are you going with that today i'll still go Josh Bell, but the Nationals need to like lower their price there in order for that to like actually happen because they're asking for too much. Like I had, um, I so I had an executive say that the ask for Bell was out of line. That was his exact quote: was out of line. Um, so they're asking for a lot there. I'll guess Jose Quintana is moved. Um, let me think about the third answer, but I'll stick with those two to start. See right there, Michael. That he, some some people in this space they would just throw out a name to throw out a, a name. Robert Murray, 
He's going to give you straight integrity. He's going to think about it. He's going to come up with something that makes sense for him, and then he's going to put it out there. That's why you should click that subscribe button to the Baseball Insiders, damn it. And uh, yeah, Please do. You have no idea how much that helps us out, everybody. And uh, if you do, like, um, yeah, Carmen and I will be your best friends. You could have the Baseball Insiders constantly, like, giving you information. So how, how good does that sound? Just subscribe to the Windy City uh, podcast along with it. Then I officially will go best friends. And, yes, we are. Don't we have a giveaway right now, Bert? Aren't we giving stuff away? We we do have a giveaway. If you go to my Twitter account, there is a tweet. Um, it's, technically about, a sw- it's technically a sweepstakes, I should say. Or a sweepstakes. My my, uh, my, sinc- my Our sincere apologies. But we're, uh, we're doing a sweepstakes, giving away a free all-star game jersey of your choosing. So go to my Twitter account, find the tweet, retweet it. And you can possibly win a free All Star jersey. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're talking. But also, you got to subscribe too to be eligible to do that. Right, subscribing is is a part of that uh, eligibility. Javi Baez watching the show. My guy El Mago, they miss you in Chicago. Javi, got any info on the Detroit Tigers? He needs some help. Yeah, just going to be listening on everybody, and yeah, they're they're going to be selling off. A few pieces, I think, uh, but I don't think it's going to be anything, uh, anything substantial. I don't think Scooball is going to be moving, um, as I said earlier. Okay. Uh, and when you go to Detroit for the money or go to Colorado for the money, no problem, Javi, no problem, Chris Bryant, but those playoff years, they kind of end up in the deep rearview mirror quicker than uh, and, and stay there. Uh, that's what tends to happen when you go to the, the bottom dwellers, although – I don't know, Rockies or Tigers coming back quicker? I guess I would bet on Detroit, but that's not with any real confidence. Jacob Bradley, good to see you again, buddy. Who are the top back-end bullpen arms that may be available, and could the Padres be in the mix on any of them? Uh, as I'll say, well, I'll, I'll say what I said earlier. I expect the Padres to be in on everybody. Um, yeah. That's certainly one thing that I expect. And I'll actually, um, I'll start with a former Padre reliever who, I think is going to draw pretty strong interest. And that is Matt Strom. Um, Strom is somebody that has very much intrigued rival executives. Um, they, they were intrigued with him after he threw a bullpen session before he signed with Boston. Um, and there were teams that were strongly in the mix. Like the Brewers were like one team prominently in the mix for Matt Strom as a free agent. They just signed Jake McGee. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen there. Um, I would, I don't think there's like necessarily a fit. Um, I've mentioned these two on the pod before. Um, Chris Martin uh, with the Cubs, I think, is going to draw a lot of interest or draw some interest. And I think Michael Gibbons is going to draw quite a bit of interest as well. Um, I would look at the Baltimore Orioles maybe as a potential team that sells off some of their bullpen help or some of their bullpen pieces because they performed like a very strong level, almost like unprecedentedly strong. So I wonder if they look to sell high, build their farm system up, and continue to build for the future. But with the Orioles, as I said before, I don't expect them to sell any major pieces besides, like, Trey Mancini. Um, They're a fun team, Carm. Like that, Jordan Lyles even said um, that uh, he very much, like, enjoys being in Baltimore. And, like, he even admitted that he was surprised by that. It's interesting that you mentioned Martin because he has not pitched in a minute. I mean, the the dude is uh, hanging out for, you know, he pitched on the 13th of July, and then he's been in one game since then on, on the 24th. So 
Uh, I don't know if the Cubs are just letting them hang out to deal them or if something's going on there and they, I don't know, they don't want to push forward. Same. Johnny's been asking about this uh, and we've talked about it and I, and we mentioned it earlier, but uh, Contreras and David Robertson packaged together or Contreras packaged with any Cubs reliever as they try to really, you won't give us that prospect for that. How about if we add in this bullpen arm and that bullpen arm, it's, it's, it's similar to how back in the day they got Addison Russell from the Oakland A's. They they traded both Jason Hamill and Jeff Samarja to get that thing done. So just giving you a little bit of Cub history. You're smiling at me, Bert. Yeah, because I love how much you know your Cub history, Carm. It's, I, uh, it's, I also like the Jason Hamill shot out. That, that was a good one. Because that was, hey. was was that the deadline where it was Hamill, um, Samarja, I, and then I want, sure, you're making that up. Uh, I feel like Lester was in that same at, at, at that time too, so that would be 2014. All right. Um, now, 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 now I'm now I'm actually impressing myself. All right. Karma is very good. He knows his Cubs. Hey, don't 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 just box me in the Cub corner. I got my White Sox down too. I, I, I got. Too. He knows his Chicago baseball. Hey, I, oh, okay, fine. I, I don't know anything else. Just just my Chicago baseball. We're gonna we're gonna after this pod, I'm flying to Arizona. We're gonna we're gonna trade baseball trivia. No, Bert, you're my guy. You're my well, leader. I mean, if you want to, I mean, it's uh, I'm basically stuck in my headquarters for the next five days, and it's pretty lonely in here. So, oh, that's true. Want to join? You, you do have time. Uh, all right, a couple more, and then we got to get going here because Bert's got things to do, and so do I. Brian, would you agree that the Dodgers won't do very much the deadline different than in the past years? Yes. I don't think they're going to be making any substantial moves this year. Um, I would look for more incremental moves than anything. and Maybe, like, yeah. I, I don't think bullpen help. I wonder if, like, maybe, I mean, they could always improve their offense because their offense has been somehow, like, pretty bad. Um but like, yeah, pitching as well. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be anything too big. So I'd temper your expectations there for sure. Okay. Uh, and last couple, Art Man, you got a couple moments in here. One that you're watching this on your news TV. I thank you for that. And they're saying they're going to be a, a hot dog <laughs> represent on the back of newer baseball cards. Is this a true what? statement? I don't know what Art's talking about. I have no idea. There's um, no. But- I will. Uh, I can. I can promise you, Art Man, that I will be checking my sources about hot dog recipes being on the back of baseball cards. So when I when I give up control of what gets put in the chat, anything is possible here. And we are we are, we already hit that one on Johnny, uh, so we can move on from there. Joanne, uh, yes, this here's our last one. All right, the Boston Red Sox, Bert. What do you got? Yeah, with Boston, they still have not made up their minds quite yet. Um, but it's going to be in a case if they do sell, it's going to be Nathan Uvaldi, J.D. Martinez, Matt Strom, or maybe another left-handed reliever. I bet you they, if they trade one left-handed – I bet you if they trade a left-handed reliever, it's just going to be one uh, and not two. Um, and I think Strom would probably get them like something – like a, a decent piece back, um, even though he's on a one-year deal. But Xander Bogarts is going nowhere. Um, Heim Bloom – said that on the record and I'm inclined to believe him because he, he seems like the, the honest type here for sure. All right. Hey, uh, great stuff today in the chat. Appreciate all the comments and, uh, Bert, let's, uh, let's, let's do a production meeting right now on the show. The deadline is August 2nd. We're not, uh, 
I don't think we're planning on being. So I guess our next show is going to be next Tuesday, the day of the deadline. Is that the plan? Or are we going to be on before then? You make the call right now so everybody knows. Dude, am I making a call? Yeah, should we do it? Should we do one? Should we do a special edition next Monday ahead of the deadline? Or should we wait until Tuesday, day of? Hmm. And I'm always down to do one special little edition. I, I, think think we might, I, th- I think we might have to go special edition next Monday. Uh, Chad, are you, uh, feel free to give a thumbs up if you would love a special edition, say like a 4 o'clock on Monday um, call on August the 1st before the August 2 deadline. Which, by the way, uh, um, uh, I think that'd be an excellent idea. I don't need the chat to confirm it. That's that's the plan, Bert. That's the plan. We are we are we are we are here for the peeps. So that we uh, are. So listen, follow Robert on Twitter at by Robert Murray. Follow at the Carm because you love me, and uh, I had an amazing experience on the train coming back in this today with literally all of Chicago. Everybody under the age of twenty five is going to Lollapalooza tonight, Bert. And the scene in, on that train was uh, a sight to behold I, I would love to be young again but unfortunately that those days have, have, have passed Bert's on his phone something's happening so we're going to say goodbye right now thank you for watching the Baseball Insiders hit that subscribe button we'll see you next Monday 4 o'clock central have a great weekend everybody Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.